I know it was kind of funny because you were like, we need to, we'll take a month off. And I'm like, really a month? We don't have to take a month off. And then about two weeks into the time off, I'm like, I'm so glad we took a month off because this would have been hell to add a podcast on all this stuff right now. So I also feel that way. Welcome <laughs> to West by Pod. I am Mike, and this is Jason. Oh, that's right. That is my name. J- yeah. Jay's son. Jay's son's son. Jay's son's son. I'm yeah. son of Jay. Jay's son. So anything eventful happened to you while we were on break? Nah, it was quiet. Nothing much, really. I, you know, watch some TV shows. Uh, got my taxes done. Realized I was way late for that, so I'm yeah, not right. really in trouble. Um, you know, I got divorced. Crazy. Wasn't even married to be honest. I would say, that's uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And that's it. Really, just sat around, and watched the cats play. That's about. It. No, it's been it's been it's been a crazy uh, month. You know how like you say you have like an event that changes your life completely, changes your perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of had that. Um, oh, existential moment. I did. I, I. It's been. It's been. I talked to God probably more in this past month than. I realize I was, you know, I I haven't probably the past year, um, because it has been, it's been nuts. Um, so he moved in next door. He pretty much he was right there. He was he's like, like he's like your Wilson. Yes. Yeah, so he's he's what's going fans, on? Which is good because you can't look neighbor. face or, or you'll die. Or, all the rares of the lost art. Exactly right. Or or you know, Jane Silent Bob. If he talks, you, you die too. That's right? true. So right? yeah. I mean, you know, it's anyways. You slice and dice it. It's cool to have God and Jesus. Apparently, it's. Not cool to get that close to him, <laughs> which just goes against everything we've learned in church. So, but no. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, my my month has been crazy. I, I had a baby. <gasps> I know. Who would have thought? You were pregnant. I know. I was shocked how they got it out of me. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was quite painful. And at the end, um, I had a cigarette. No. Uh, <laughs> No, it was a, uh, it was, it was a crazy, crazy experience. So this whole time I've been picking on Martha, because Martha expected this to go very much like her first pregnancy, which like happened like a lightning bolt. Yeah, like, it was like I have labor pains. My water just broke. Later that day, Marion has appeared. Or, or you thought it'd be like mine? That was the most uh, sitcommy uh, yes. birth ever. Yes, I was hoping for that. Because that is quite entertaining in the funny way. Yeah. Because you're like, oh crap, this is hilarious, you know. Because we went, you know, we go out drinking, and who's going to be the DD driver? Oh, it'll be Tracy. She's expecting the baby. And then midway through our shenanigans, also when the water breaks, and it's craziness. But no, um, what happened with me was we kept on every time I turn around. Martha's like, well, it's going to be any day now, and this is like at month seven. And I'm yeah. like, no. And I kept on picking on I was like, no, it won't. It'll go all the way up to term. <laughs> and Jules, no, it will be. I mean, the fourth because, you know, yeah. nothing having a Star Wars baby. Exactly. That's what I was actually hoping for. I was like, come on, May the 4th. But we didn't I make knew it. <laughs> but we actually only made it to the 29th. And but what happened was, so the week before, 
and I don't know. I think in the last podcast we even talked about, we started having all these false alarms. Yeah, that was the last one we talked yeah. about. Yeah, and and so we had three of them in total. And every time it was one of those ones where, oh crap, I'm in, I'm having contractions, and then you're in there, and they're much worse. They're they're three contractions a piece. Or they're 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 ten minutes a piece. Boom, we head on over. We get in the room. I mean, I pretty much have the process down go to the waiting room, they go to the small room, doctors come in, they check her, see how dilated she is, no, you're not having a baby. We go home. It was like, oh, no. And then next time, oh my gosh, I think my water just broke. We fly back over, do all that kind of stuff. No, your water hasn't broke. The test is negative. Crap. Then we have more, you know, oh crap, we fly back over. Nope, you're five centimeters. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But you're, it's, you're not you're not having any more. So we're gonna, and she stayed like that for like a week. It was crazy. That is crazy. So finally, when she turned, when they made it to the the whatever week that is, like the full term week, yeah, full term week. They're yeah. like, we're gonna induce labor. So we're like, cool. Kind of like what you, and I think you and Tracy were gonna have Tracy induce, right? We, we were going to, yeah. We didn't yeah, make it, to but that you didn't point. make it that yeah. point. We made it. So it's it's quite hilarious because when you get the when you do that, they're like, okay. So we've got a bed ready for you, and you need to be here at 8 o'clock. But call an hour before, just in case we have any problems. Like, there's a lot of deliveries or something. So we did, and our response was, come at 10. So I'm like, sweet, sleep in an extra hour, in my point. So we do, and we go in, we get a bunch of stuff. And, and Martha has this thing where she never likes to be late. So we show up a half an hour before we're even supposed to be there. Then we'll be and late for the delivery. I won't be late for delivery. And so we do that. We go take us in. And they take us into this suite of a room that's just this huge room, which is weird because I was thinking the delivery room, it wouldn't be that huge because you don't want that many people in there. But you could have like 20 people in this room. It was a huge room. And it was just me and Martha. And occasionally the midwife would come in because it wasn't the, the midwife was on call. I remember with those rooms. Yes. And you're just kind of sitting around going, well, that's that's weird. And so you're doing the you're doing the room, you're sitting there, and all day long they're giving her the drugs, nothing's happening. Like, you know, still having the normal ones that she has been having for weeks now, but nothing big. Until the lady goes, all right, we're going to go ahead and, and break your water. So they do that, and at that moment, 20 minutes pass, and she's like, I need the epidural now. <laughs> so we're like, oh, oh okay. So we yeah. get the epidural. Yeah. We get everything set up. They botch that up. They only do half of her, so she still feels everything. Yeah. So, again, can't laugh at any of this stuff, even though some of it's funny. Being super supportive. I am not at, I was already forbidden to say, are you okay? Because apparently the answer always is no, and I will be punched in the face. In fact, all I was allowed to quote-unquote say was, is there anything I can do to help? See, that's false, because you can be with, outside of arm's length. Yes, that's, yes. what, that's what I learned. Mainly to keep my crotch out of arm's uh, length. <laughs> <laughs> she was making sure that you guys were not going to repeat like, this. I'm only doing this once. Yes. yes, 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 yes. It was... But what was... what was? That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I can see Tracy doing that. It was that. a close one, too. She yeah. just missed. And you're like, no! <laughs> my boys! Um... So it's fine. I'm fine the whole way through. And about six o'clock, shit starts getting real, real. And that is when Martha starts having an ungodly amount of pain. Like not a little bit, but she is like, "Oh my god, what is that?" And I assume it's labor. And she goes, "It's not down there. It's right here. It's at the top of her diaphragm." Mm. And she goes, "It is unbelievable pain." And she is like. Like moaning and screaming in pain, like 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 you ever see those uh, videos of people getting their arms 
butchered off and stuff and how they act and stuff like that? No. Yeah, I, I <laughs> a lot of free time. What can I say? Same thing. Not just about that. Screaming in pain. I'm screaming right now thinking about it. And I'm sitting here freaking the fr- of out. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, what's going on? She goes, I don't know, but I don't like it. And then she just, you know, and I'm like, mm. okay. So I start clicking the button on the bed. Funny fact, apparently the bed is not tied up to the system. So I'm there 20 minutes hitting that button for a nurse to come in, and I'm just pushing the dead button <laughs> until eventually I find the remote control that's got the button and yeah. hit that, and then they immediately come in, and then I'm like, uh, she's in a lot of pain. So then they go get the doctor. Well, it's it's weird because they start looking at her and they start looking at the baby's heart rate. And I'm watching the machine too because the machine shows when she's having contractions. Okay. And so, and you can tell when it's a bad one. And I look at her and I'm like, did you feel that? And she goes, I honestly can't feel anything but this pain. Wow. And I'm like, holy crap. So then I go to get the doctor. The doctor comes in. He's looking, he's looking, and he's like, okay, I know you want to do a natural birth, but this is probably not going to be a good thing. We'll wait, because she's like fully dilated and ready to go and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'll give you something for pain so you can try to get through this natural birth. So now it's like 7, 8 o'clock. And we wait 10 minutes or so. Yeah, I'd say 10, 15 minutes, about quarter after and still feeling the pain. No, nothing different. And mind you, she's had an epidural. She's had all this stuff. Yeah. She's in extreme pain still. Not doing a bit of good. Because it's above where the the yeah it's, it's above yeah it's above it's the half that they didn't it's, do it's it's the other half yeah they have to start with neck down <laughs> that one <laughs> but and and so finally the doctor realizes that the heart rate of the baby is starting to drop mm. and he goes all right I'm not going to be nice anymore we are going to do the C section and she says okay okay and so they rush her away and now it turns into a Marx Brother episode with me trying to get surgical clothes on which are two sizes too small for me because I'm a big guy and me having a panic attack. And so I'm like freaking out like, oh my God, oh my God. And, and you know, last time I was in this hospital, dad died. Yeah. So I've got that in the back of my head and I'm praying to God like, please, 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 please don't let anything happen to Martha because that's what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, what ends up happening is uh, I call mom and mom immediately does the whole, well, she should have had the C-section hour. I was like, Mom, you're not helping. Yeah. And I'm like, and that's yeah. why I said, but thank you. And she this goes, don't. This is not the time for mother. This is not the time I said, she said, and this is how we. There's no time the Monday morning quarterback, Mom. Yes. <laughs> We're in the crisis now, Mom. That's we'll right. talk about it later. It's still go time. It's still go time. The go time is still going. It's still, yes. And Mom says, don't worry, everything will be fine. I hang up. That did not make me feel better. So I nor should it, nor should it at that point. So I ended up reaching out to our mutual friends, the PJs, mm-hmm. and just like freaking out. I don't call them if I'm not, and I was like ready to call them, but I saw sent them a text message, and I was like, okay, things are not going well. I knew what was concerning when the doctor was like, we need her in there in two minutes. And he disappears, and everyone's like immediately, like it was like we're fully we're fully surgically ready with masks and hats and everything on. I'm like, holy crap, when did this happen? You know, while I was just trying to get the shirt over my head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was one of those. Yeah, things. it's one of those things. You, you black yeah. out for a second, then yeah. come back. And in. Come back in. They're like, like, oh, you're already dressed. Yes. Uh, so this is their day job. They they, yeah. they know how to get. They know how to get shit done. Minute men. Yes. So I 
reach out to the uh, to the PJs, and they immediately responded back and gave me very comforting words, which is exactly. I mean, I was bawling at the time, so mm. exactly kind of what I was need because I was scared. I wasn't scared because I was going to be a dad or anything. I was just scared that yeah, everything goes well. Everything goes well, and that I'm not ready to lose, you know, Martha. Yeah. Um, so what ends up happening is they reach back to me and give me a wonderful prayer and text form, which, you know, thank God for 2019, because you can do that now. Yeah. And it was exactly what I needed. And it was so and weird. if you ever need it, you can refer back to it I can it refer back to it later on. Yeah. Oh, this got me through a rough time, guys. And what's funny is I am, and this is what happened before I got that thing. This is what kind of sent me almost like bawling, like, I don't know if I can do this. What I ended up doing was I go, they, Dad, I need you to come with me. And they rush you down the hallway and they sit you on this bench. All right, we're going to wait right here. And then whenever uh, baby time comes up, we'll come and pull you in. I was like, okay. They go into the door. It's a double swinging door. And they open it up. And I can clearly hear Martha in the background. Screaming uh, intense pain I have never heard before in my entire life. Which, sorry, but that's going to freak out anyone in right. that situation. And then the doors kind of just shut. It's like haunted house type of oh, screaming. Oh my god, it was bad. And I prefer the haunted house over that because I know that's. I don't know yeah. that can. That's actually the chainsaw doesn't have a blade on it. Exactly. Exactly. And so I sat there, and that's when I reached out to Felicia. They sent the thing, and I just had to, took a deep breath and said, "Whatever happens will happen, but please, God, don't let the worst thing happen to me." And that was to uh, lose Martha or or Marcus. Um, either one. I mean, it'd be hard if I lost Martha but got Marcus. Because then the rest of my life I'll be, yeah, your mom was awesome. Um, I wish she was here to experience this. Because I, I feel like I'm doing that now with Marion. Like, oh, I wish your grandpa was here to see all this stuff. This would be all really cool to see. I'm sure yeah. Tracy gets that with Hazel, too. Oh, yeah. But what did it for me is then I'm, I'm rushed back in there. And I'm, I just have my cry and I feel pretty good. And I, I get rushed back into the, the ER. <laughs> I come in the door. And the lady looks at me and she goes, okay, whatever you do, don't touch anything blue. I'm like, okay, got it. And I walk into the operating room, and there's nothing but f***ing blue everywhere you look. And I'm it's like, like this room. It's like this room. Everything's f***ing blue. And I'm like, holy s***. <laughs> and I knew it was serious. No one was talking. And I'm sitting there thinking, uh-oh, that's not good. Everyone's super quiet. Everyone's super focused. And I did the one thing you're not supposed to do. You know what that is? You touched the blue thing. No. No, I, that, that's that, that's unforgivable I, I, in my world. Uh, I looked below the sheet uh, and I looked to see what they were doing to Martha because you walk past it, and so as I'm walking, oh, I see you're getting queasy on me, and no, you I'm, have I'm every right that, to be. No, no. See, I, I wouldn't even gone out. Be, well, tell me when it's over. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm just gonna sit out. I had, I had to because my thing is, what happens if? Maybe I'm just selfish for life or something, but what happens if something horribly does go wrong and I lose Martha there? And there would have been moments yeah, I could have spent you would have with been her. out there, yeah. Yeah. I get that. Or what happens if something happens to Marcus? And those are moments I lost with Marcus forever. You know, I, I, same thing kind of happened with me and Dad. Whenever I realized time was short with Dad, I tried everything I could to be there because... I'm never gonna have that again, you yeah. know. And and I know it sounds stupid and selfish, but you you just you you start freaking out about it. No, and that. so when I walk by, you literally walk by her and you have the sheet up, and there she is, cut open, and there is literally her guts hanging out, and you see stuff taking out of her around her on her skin. 
And I about was like, holy shit, this is some, this is some kind of f***ed up. So I walk in, I sit beside her, and it felt like a... It's so weird to say. It honestly felt like... Ever seen those World War II movies where Johnny gets his leg blown off? I, I was thinking about like the opening of Saving Prior, right? Yes. Where the guy's sitting here and he's like... Where he's on the beach and his guts are hanging out. And, yeah. Yeah. But you ever seen But the scene where they're like sitting there and he's like, Johnny, it's going to be okay, Johnny. You'll yeah. walk again. Tell me... Tell me about the tell me about the uh, about the boys back home, son. Oh, they're gonna love it, Johnny. No, and Johnny dies, of course, right yeah. there. And that and that's kind of how I was like going to Martha, like sitting beside her. I was like, ah, oh. and, and I'm sure I I'm glad I had a mask on because I'm sure the look on my face would have been like, oh no, like that. But I sat beside her. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's okay. And I just remember I was sitting beside Marty the whole time, going, hey, just keep breathing. You're fine. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. I'm just kept on doing that type of thing with her. Sometimes I think the masks aren't for like the germs. It's, no. it's for the, the hiding the horrified look as they're doing this kind of stuff. God, yes. And and we're sitting there, we're sitting there, and, and Martha's like, have, "Have you seen the baby yet?" And I'm like, uh, "No, no, I, I've just seen you. Um, um, I haven't heard anything right there." And about a minute after that, I started hearing her crying, which told me that Marcus yeah. was out and he was okay. One check mark. One check mark. We're going good. Yeah. Crying baby. That's one down, one to go. Crying babies are always a good sign. And and I can hit. And then the nurses started being like, "Okay, Dad, you want to come over here and cut the umbilical cord?" I'm like, "Um, um, sure." And I came over and cut the umbilical cord. And they, you want to hold it? And I was like, "Actually, I, if it's okay with you, I, I kind of want to be beside her until we're we're done with the surgery, and then we'll both see the baby." She goes, "I completely understand." I was like, thank you, though, but I, I just want to make sure she's okay. If you can watch the uh, Marcus. And she was absolutely, well, I'll watch Marcus. So she weighed Marcus. I took a snapshot of it, and then I took a snapshot and, and then ran back to show Martha, the baby. And, um, and then I sat with Martha. And it's just weird because, you know, the other thing that was weird is the suction that they have for bleeding and stuff. Well, the cup that it goes to is right beside her head. So as I'm talking to Martha, you see everything is okay. Yeah, and you see nothing but red and blood and guts and pieces of horribleness. They're they're getting you some Jello ready. Yeah, and it's just going behind, going behind her head. Cherry, and I I guess it's done so she can't see it, but I can see everything, and I'm just like, "Mm, that's not cool. And then I look up, and the one surgeon's holding a bag above her head where he's squeezing the dye to see if there's leaks and stuff like a plumber that's what i said i said and i looked and so finally after a little bit i couldn't help myself because you know i kept on watching and and no one was saying anything and finally the doctor started making a couple jokes who told me that things were going to probably be okay and so i looked up at the bag and i looked at the guy and i was like so what's that for? And he's like, oh, uh, we run this to see if there's any leaks. I go, so let me get this right. So you do the same thing a plumber does when he's looking for a leaky line or a leaking like gas line? You just put blue water on it and see if it bubbles up? Exactly right. And I was like, good to know. I did not know that's what they do with the, to try to find leaks in your bladder and everything. So if, if she... If you find a hairball, do you have to clean it out with drain it? I guess so. Right there we go. But, well, it should have been a 40-minute surgery turned into an 80-minute surgery. And apparently what happened was when he went in, he nicked the bladder. 
and so he had to repair that. Uh, and then he had to repair other things as well. And he had to check. And then what the, the craziest thing is him going, all right, Martha, here's where the pain was. Now, do you feel it now? I'm on the other... And he's apparently on the other side of the cavity, pushing up where the pain was. Okay. And it's her going, no, it's not there now. Because she can... she can. And I asked her, I was like, can you feel everything? She goes, I can feel everything. It's just numb. But I can feel... Being stuff being moved. And Did stuff. they ever find out what the pain was? What they eventually found out, what they think it was, is Marcus was stuck. And Marcus just was up there pushing out against her. Oh. And he was causing the severe pain. Okay. And he wasn't coming out. And the he, only he way. He had a toe caught up in there. Pretty much. And huh. he wasn't coming out. And the only way he was coming out was C section. That's why it was good. But we did right. what we did. Yeah. So, the, so, long story short, I knew we were fine whenever the med student was starting to work on Martha that they had in the room, and she was putting the stitches in and, and helping sewing them back up. And then the craziest thing is they get done, they take everything away, and it's like a magic trick because when they take the sheet down at the end and kind of pull everything away, you know, I've seen everything opened up and looked the horrors of that. And then when I, she comes in and when they come back and do everything, it looks... Martha looks exactly the way she did nine months ago, perfectly. Like, no swelling because she just had the surgery. Nothing, no bump, no baby, no nothing. She just looks exactly like she did. And I was like, holy crap, that's incredible. Couldn't see a line, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And I was like, that is incredible how you guys did that. And, of course, of course, you know, next day she was swollen, obviously, from yeah, the surgery yeah. and everything. But it was funny because the doctor was like, all right, good guy, good job, everybody. I was like, yes, everybody, give yourself a pat on the back. Good job, good job. Proud of everyone in here. And everyone laughed, of course. And then we got back to the room, and I got to be a dad. And then... And it never stopped. And then stopped, even right now. And then I got back to the room, and I got to meet my son, more or less, and, and got to... Do all the things you do the first night, which is not sleep and worrying about everything you do. Yeah. Scared to death that, that Marcus is going to... They, they show you a bunch of videos to scare the crap out of you. Like you're going to smother your kid. It, it, they make it so if you look at your kid the wrong way, he will die. So it scares me. Even to this day, like, like Martha will fall asleep with Marcus in bed. I immediately am pulling him out of the bed and put him in the crib. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We've done that too. And it just <laughs> freaks me out so much because something bad is going to happen. Like, like with Hazel, like her crib thing was at the bottom of our bed. And I would sleep facing, like, opposite facing her because I was worried we'd kick the sheets off on her. Yep, yep, yep. So, See, that's my thing, too. So, yeah. So, and it'll be that way for about a year. Uh, okay. That's what, yeah, that's what everyone tells me. Someone told me the, the, the hardest is the first six months. And I'm yeah. like, I can get that. Yeah, it gets gradually easier there. And, yeah. and once you get past a year, you're pretty much good until they start walking around the bunch. Yeah. Because you got to worry about the electric plugs and all that. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I was told, too. So, I mean... You know, we've been doing. You know, it's been it's been a month now, and um, every I've learned not to have sleep. But he's been good though. That's the funny thing. The first two weeks, he was it was horrible because he was every up every other hour. It's yeah, and, and that's one hundred percent of babies. And that yeah. But now it's we feed him at midnight. We feed him at three o'clock, and that's it. Last night was not that case. He was up. A lot last night, and that's why I'm dragging today. That's why I, this is like my third caffeine drink for the day, and I can tell that too because it's that's all right. I feel right. like I'm on edge. But that is my dad's story. Right. That is the scariness of what my week is, sir. Please, so, it can't all but be about me. What? How about yourself? Um. So 
I got a laptop. Really? Yeah, and I treat it like a son. There you go. So I guess I got that going for me. I, I, uh, there you go. I, I leave it sit around a lot. So, I mean, yeah, well, I guess that's kind of like yeah. know, dad, too. Sure, sure, sure. Nah, I've done the dad thing. Does, does your daughter try to play with it and it's too rough and you try to stop her? Um, no, she's been pretty good about it. Uh, she was watching Pokemon videos in there one time on YouTube and I made her stop. Uh, and she wasn't down with that. Uh, but, yeah, that's the extent of it. Yeah, I got that. So, I got that. So, yeah, I finally broke down and got the laptop. Of course, my, my uh, computer died. Um, the hard drive is a big pile of ashes. But, you know, Treasure you Mountain. You lost a lot of stuff? Treasure Mountain was still in there. <laughs> so, hence the big pile of ashes yeah. reference. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But so, uh, they're doing their thing. They're selling ads now and stuff. So they, I, I guess life goes on. Well, that's good. That's good for you, bud. Yeah. You put that behind you. So yeah. I, I, I got triggered by that. It was funny. Wow. And this, this is probably not one I'm going to put on the thing. But um, so, so I was going down the road for work one morning. I was like, you know what? I think I'm over this whole Treasure Mountain thing. I'm driving. Like, life is good. I got, I got to work. And um, first thing is someone got, well, it was my boss goes, so Carolyn Simmons called, and she's selling Treasure Mountain ads, and she wanted to know if we want to do our ad again from last year. And I think we should do it. Yeah. Which is funny, because up until that point, she, like, anytime somebody come in to sell us an ad, she was like, no, we don't have the money. But for some reason, just that, that one wow. that I am, I, you know, most, like, we shouldn't do that. I'm just like, no, we're not going to do it. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah. And, what did and then do? my other boss came in and was trying to convince me. I said, we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he say? Tell okay. him no. And, and yeah, fa- finally, well, well the, the the one boss was talking to me on the, from another room. And because and so, <laughs> she's like, well, we do a lot of printing down there, which is funny because it's, it's um uh, the manners yeah. uh, thing that Carolyn prints. Prints off. And, and I'm pretty sure that we didn't get it this time. <laughs> So, and and she uh, she's within the right to do that, so that's sure that's fine. But um, sure, sure. I, so, so finally she gets up and comes to the room, and she can see how deadly serious I am in my eyes, and she's like, "Okay, we won't do it." Ah, <laughs> that's funny. So I was like, "Okay," oh, I was like, "Well, I guess it does still bother me." Yeah. Well, and, and it it will. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard to get something after eighteen years. Yeah. yeah. Especially how everything ended the last time and stuff. Yeah. It's funny during uh, was he was the main culprit? I guess you would say was he at the the fishing thing? I doubt it. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah. So they they don't have a whole lot to do with that. Well, it's not money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they lend out the building. That's about it. Hmm. But anyways. So I had a big list of things, but uh, we don't have to do that. No, no, let's what, go. What, 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 you, you can cut my no, stuff down. No, we're already three or four minutes. So, so and actually, we're a week early, because I actually had it down as being the seventh that we start. Mm-hmm. So we're actually ahead of schedule. Well, there you can call the so, both. So we can, we, yeah, we can just do the, this is the, uh, the Jason Smith baby recap. Recap right here. And, uh, I, I did want to touch on um, the, the naming convention. Because <laughs> I love it. Because your your mom's naming of you was so devious. Uh, I, I just I, I love shade like that, and, <laughs> and you're living proof of that shade, and that's amazing. So <laughs> well, how I got my name and yeah. So, so so how I got my name. My mother loved the name Christopher for many many years, um, and did the whole 
Um, I just thought, well, at first I was, they thought I was going to be a girl because, you know, technology has, wasn't as good yeah. as today. So I was going to be, I think a Rebecca was what mom was going to call me. Thank God it didn't work out. Yeah. And then she was like Christopher. And my dad, I guess, was like, Christopher is, is such a long name for too many syllables, too many syllables. And then just, I guess, wasn't for it. So my uncle, Neil, who is, I just saw this past weekend, he had a big sense of humor, likes to joke around, told my mother, well, it's very simple what you call him. You call him Jay's son and say it just like that. And it's very, very funny because she thought about it and thought about it. And she goes, you know what? I like that, actually. And so she called me Jason and spelled it the right way. Yeah. He wanted me to spell it J-Y-S-O-N. Oh. But she was like, nope, Jason. He, he was going to lean into it. He was leaning into it. <laughs> Jay's son, son, Christopher yeah. Smith. And it's very funny because I was just having a conversation with, um, just out of the blue, I was talking to uh, uh, Chris, who was working on my house. Yeah. And him and his daughter were talking, and they were, I guess, talking about my name. And they were like, his dad's name's Jay, and he's Jay's son. Isn't that crazy? A coincidence that kind of happened like that. And so when he called and talked to me, I was like, no, no, that's really how I got my name. And Chris was like, what? No way. I was like, no, really, that's how I got my name. And and him and his daughter was just like, that's nuts, because I could see her, his family in the background yeah, on the phone yeah. when he called me. I was like, no, no, that's really how I got my name. And so for years, I've been doing that thing in my head where I was like, well, if I had a son, how can I keep that going? So I was like, son of Jay, I mean, I'm, I'm like trying to figure out how yeah. to do it, and he can't do it. So what I've decided, and, and we, we spent this whole, as a group, yep. spent, a, spent like 20 minutes trying to figure this out. It's Jay's son, Jay's son, son, Christopher Smith. Or Marcus? Yeah, sorry. Jay's son, Jay's son, son, Marcus Smith. Yep, Marcus Lee Smith. Jay's son, Jay's son, son, Marcus Lee Smith. Yeah, there you go. And that is all actually 100% correct, if you want to say that. Yeah. That is, you can work that in a we, sense. We had it written down. I, I don't have the paper with me yeah, anymore. We, we came up with I, that. I, I would have got that on the first shot. But it's all good. Though. You can you can edit it right there. Right. <laughs> but no. Episode title. Um, and it's just kind of fun. <clears throat> and I now won't tell. I'll tell you after the podcast. But there is a place where we got Marcus from. Did I tell you that? How we came up with the Marcus? I thought it was Indiana Jones. You're correct. Yeah, because you got you got Marion Williams. Yes. Who, in the canon of Indiana Jones, there actually was a Marion Williams. Exactly. That's why Martha named her that. Well, before we had... Before Which we, is funny, because I think I saw the movie with you guys the first time. Yes, you did. So, bam. Yes, you did. And they called her Mary Williams. But it was Marion Williams. And then she, you know... Kept it rainbow. But anyways, it's, it's not important. Uh, but years before me and Martha broke up and Martha had her kids, back in the olden days when we were just young whipple, whippersnapper. Whippersnappers. Uh, me and Martha talked about kids and she was like, well, what will be a pretty uh, girl's name? I go, and me and her both were talking and we said, Mar- Marion would be a wonderful girl's name. And then we break up, and then years later, I'm, I'm hearing, oh, this is Marion. I'm like, really? You stole my Marion? <laughs> and then I was sitting there going. And then the funny thing, of course, we got back together, and I and I love the name still, and I, we still joke about that. And at first, Martha wasn't, like, admitting that where, where she got it from. She was, I just always like Marion. And then, and then later, she's like, yeah, I totally took it from that movie and stuff like that. And then, yeah. uh, and then literally, one of the times we went in to check the baby, uh, we were in there trying to decide, and we were we were literally like a minute away. They were had the ultrasound on. And they were checking to see if they can figure out the sex. 
And Martha says to me, she goes, well, what are we going to name him? It's, it's, uh, it's a boy. I'm like, oh, Henry. Henry. It'll be a great one. And she goes, no, how about Indiana? Because she has no. a brother named Henry. Yeah, she has a brother named in, uh, Henry. And hell no on Indiana, because everyone's going to know where that came from. For me. I think you should do Indy. I said, we can call him Indy. It'd be great. No, we're not calling him Indy. <coughs> and finally, she was the one that came up with it. She goes, well, what was his friend's name? What do you mean? Short round. <laughs> and I'm saying, yeah, I was like, who? Short round and Willie. And I don't think we can use any of those. She goes, no, no, no. His, her, his older friend. I go, Marcus. And she goes, yeah. Uh, and then immediately we spark, we do the line of, come on, Marcus. You will never catch up with him. He'll blend in, disappear. <laughs> and with any luck, he'll have the grill already. And then immediately she goes, excuse me, does anyone speak uh, any English? I'm sorry, or ancient Greece, anybody? No, I'm not interested in the chicken. And we are cracking up at this. And the lady who's doing the audio sound just looks at us like we're a bunch of idiots. And finally just looks, looks. Don't you love those looks? Oh, and then finally we kind of like, quick, if we see what she's doing, we quiet down. And she goes, it's a boy. Oh! <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you when I got one of those looks. It, it was when Hazel was being born and, you know, Tracy's pushing and pushing. And it gets to the point where you can see the top of her head. And I, and I look and I said, well, she's not ginger. Uh, and, and the nurse that's there just gives me this look like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> the, the funny thing about her birth is completely different from yours because... Like the nurses are in there, like in and out, in and out, and it gets to the point where we're that that ginger moment, and they're like, "Okay, we'll go get the doctor." So the doctor's in the room for like a total of like five minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like, okay, push. All right, here it is. No, just not, like that. Not at all. See, I I don't want to do it again because I realize I've already done it the best possible way. Yes, it's and that's what we said. Someone's asked me, "All right, are you going for another baby?" And I'm like, mm, "I think two's good. I think two's good." And the joke is, you know, um, I was already a father before I had Marcus. Yeah. I've been a father now over a year. But, but you missed that baby holding part, exactly. And I've told people this. I go, I came in right at the right time when when I became Mar- uh, Marion's dad. She was four. Yeah, she, so could, you, you, she could do a lot of the you, things. You got the clever four-year-old. I got the clever four-year-old who likes to be prampy, does her things her way, likes to tell you how much she loves you, and likes to uh, play make-believe Art, and do all this kind Art, of stuff. accomplished artist and pageant queen. Yeah, exactly. All these wonderful things. And now, I have a son. Who hasn't done shit yet. Who hasn't done shit <laughs> yet, except shit and eat. <laughs> Put up, put up the explicit tag for this oh, I know. I, I don't have the energy to edit all this. <laughs> I know. I know. And what's crazy is I'm sitting there going, oh, I get why they say this is hard. Because it, it literally is, okay, now you just got to feed them. It's sorry for no sleep. And it's even harder. I mean, it's hard on Martha, of course, the worst. Because mm-hmm. she's got to keep up with it all day long when I'm not there. Yeah. But at the same time, it, you know, when I get home, I feel bad and I try to do as much as I can. But it's just, it just gets hard. And you're just like, oh, let me help out, let me yeah. out. And when 9 o'clock comes, we're both like, oh, we got so much work to do. Yeah, but true. we're tired. And you know, it, and it's not bad. But and that, was, that was a good thing with Tracy because she, she happened to be unemployed at the time the Hades was born until she was, I want to say, six, mm-hmm. seven months old. So that was that was handy because she could be home all the time and, you know, Handle a lot of that yeah. work, yeah. And now, you know, it's the same thing with me. I feel guilty. Come home, do the work, yeah. Do whatever work wasn't done, and well, that was like the other night I came home, 
and we were hanging out and doing a bunch of stuff. And it was like a Friday night, so I didn't have to work Saturday. Um, so we're sitting there. It was after the driving. That we got done with the driving. No, was that no? No, that's a whole different night. Anyways, sorry, my weeks oh, are all blended. All the nights run together. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, the other thing about being a new dad. Yeah, <laughs> you really can't keep track. Like today's Thursday, and you're like, holy crap, yeah, today's I, Thursday. I remember being like, this, this first week already happened. Yeah, that's the thing for me. Like, I can't believe it's been a month. Yeah. It does not. It feels like it, and doesn't feel like it all at the same time. Does yeah. that make sense? No, that's exactly the way I felt. Yeah, and you're just like, oh wow, oh okay, and you're just kind of moving through now and just working on stuff. And uh, but for me. The hardest thing, um, or what will happen, is seeing how much Martha's hurt. Because that's been the hardest thing. Since the babies come here, God bless her, Martha's just had a hard go around. She has hurt and hurt and hurt. And well, when, when you got your guts hanging out, it's hard, oh, it's hard to come it, back from that. And she has had one complication after another complication. And that's the sad thing about Martha. She was, and she blames me, rightfully so, uh for jinxing her but um she was hoping she had baby next week be back to work and she is has to take the six weeks and maybe even more but you're the one that jinxed it but i'm the one well i'm the one jinxing because i kept on saying you're gonna go full term kept on Uh, saying that and you'll probably have to have a c-section because i'm thinking it's gonna be a big baby because it's my baby yeah and it was a big baby and it did get stuck but yeah, it's pretty under woman to look at now as far as size goes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess all babies are for the most part. Exactly. Until they get that uh, milk fat on them. And oh, and that's what we're doing now. Is he's just eating like a storm. I say, what, six months, I'll look at him again, and be like, okay, he's he's a big kid. But no, I'll finish my my story from. Yeah. Uh, so Friday, I was gonna go up there and check on her, and she's just exhausted. And she goes, "Can you take him?" It's like, sure. And I'll pick him up, and I'll start reaching for the bottle. And I look back, and I was like, "Where's the bottle?" And she is passed out already on the bed. I'm like, holy shit. Get there just shit. in time. <laughs> yeah. And so I take him, and I take him downstairs, and I make a bottle, and I set up a thing. And I'm like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to leave Mommy alone, you know, because she needs a rest. So I sit there, and I pick her, and I try to get him to sleep. He doesn't want to sleep. So for, like, two hours that night, I'm there feeding, burping, feeding, burping, feeding, burping. And finally, I'm just, like, you know, shaking the thing around so he falls asleep. And I sleep for an hour, wakes back up, give him just like half a bottle, and then I take him upstairs, put him down, he's back out. And, and you know, on and off, on and right on. So the next morning comes, I even take him back downstairs, let him sleep a little bit longer, and Martha wakes up like in a panic because holy crap, she's been gone asleep so long. And yeah. She, you know, yeah. She didn't know what happened. <laughs> she didn't know what happened. And yeah. so, and, and that, that was kind of nice too. So. Yeah. It's been good. It just I feel bad for Marty because it's been hard on her. But yeah. hopefully next week she'll kind of be back to her. She's this past week she's kind of been back to her old self, and I'm hoping that continues is the biggest. Good thing. deal. Yeah. Good deal. But that's all I got. All right. That's all I'm going to do. All right. Fair so, enough. So I'm going to save my material for when we really kick it off next week. Okay. Since I'm a week early anyway, it's mine yeah, as well. That's all right. So this has been What's by a Pod, uh, Jason, Jason, Baby Son, Marcus Lee Smith edition. <laughs> <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, so, baby time. I'm sorry, what? No. <laughs> it's so tired. <laughs> it's uh, baby time. I'm all right. Well, I'm going to go home and sleep now. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. West by Pod is a production of Pendleton New Media, LLC.